Welcome to Meaningful Desire. In this episode, I talk with my friend Ajok Zaman, who is based in Shanghai, China at the moment. He is a meditation teacher, a fashion model, and a student, a master's student in philosophy. In this episode, we talk about the story of the temple. He went in to do some intensive meditation practices and how a practice that he regularly did for months taken from that temple resulted in him having this big experience. Enjoy. Actually, there's an interesting story about the temple that I stayed at. Mm. Um, it was uh, destroyed during the purge. Mm. Um, the red guards came along and um, chased out the the monks and the nuns that used to live there, mm. um, and um, uh, basically knocked it down into a ruin. Mm. Um, and famously, there was one nun who hid hid from them, and then when they were gone came back and lived in the ruins wow. for decades, doing, continuing to do her practices and, and, and whatever. Wow. And then the, the abbot that was there when I visited, he was an old man then, so, and this was a long time ago, so ten, more than 10 years ago now, so um, I'm not sure if he's passed on now or not. But anyway, um, he had come from some other province mm. as a as a, a well-established monk, you know, old man already, and, and the, he came to, uh, he was sent to rescue her from these ruins and say, hey, come, come, you're old now, come and live with a community where we can look after you. Wow. But she refused to leave. So wow. he ended up staying and finding a way to get the funds and everything to rebuild the temple. Wow. And then, yeah, and then he rebuilt the temple, basically. And then and she, she transferred, she did the transmission to the next camp. Yeah, so there, when I was there, there were a bunch of new young monks there training with, with him. She had passed away by then. She, you know, there was a, a shrine to her there, mm. and she buried there at the site. Um, and, but he was still there, and there was a whole bunch of young monks there training up, staying at the temple. It was still a very small temple. A couple of the sort of original buildings were still there, mm. but uh, you know, but you know, there you can tell that they've been significantly renovated and repaired and restored. And you know, the main hall was fairly new, mm. um, or well, new, relatively new, like it was pretty old already, but, you know, uh, compared to the site, compared to some of the older ruins and stuff, very new. So, yeah, yeah. but he was there and he, he rebuilt the temple. Cool. So what were the, one of the key learnings you learned from your time there in that little pure lands temple? Um, Which well, you want to share? Because some of, I understand some of the things you get might be a bit personal, you know? But oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Like the, the energy there, the mm. energy there, it's like once a place is a temple site, particularly if it's been a temple site for a long time, mm. it's like it will always be a temple site in a way. Like the, 
yeah the energy it's like was a pillar there. somewhere there. Yeah, yeah the energy was there you know you could i i could feel the the quality of presence there that felt very connected to the tradition and it, it um you could you know sit in the main hall or the one at the back which is traditionally in any chinese temple dedicated to to amitabha mm. amitabha and you could get a sense of like you know the very particular quality of uh, connection and lineage there and um it was very easy for me to go straight back into intensive practice mode really really easy mm, i was so how, uh, how long were you meditating for that oh every day i was doing maybe six to eight hours maybe wow. a little bit more a couple of days yeah for how long periods uh well five five days seven days something like this for a week i was there the first a week time. of eight day a week of eight hour meditation daily wow something intense. like that yeah. yeah i would spend most of the day meditating and then you know just a couple of hours in the middle of the day to have lunch and go for a walk in the in nature or walk to the nearest village or you know just things like that we'll explore around a little bit and then just go back to the temple and meditate again <laughs> Cool. Yeah, so it was great. And um, after that first visit, I remember the bus ride back to Shanghai. Uh, I'd really reconnected to something very mm. strong, and the presence was with me. It was like I was in an altered state uh, afterwards. I didn't have to be practicing to experience it, mm. and I was in that state for quite a long time after. After I'd um, uh, left left the temple, and when I was there, the abbot was you know he was so happy to see <laughs> people come along and and actually you know do seriously practice. It didn't really matter <laughs> to him that I I didn't want to receive uh, his transmission. <laughs> his transmission. I didn't want to like because it would mean sort of some kind of binding relationship to him and that temple, mm, mm -hmm. and and. Uh, I didn't necessarily want that. I just wanted to sort of, um, I could do it on the level of the energy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he gave me, he gave me, uh, you know, little wrists, wrist size mala beads, you know, the Buddhist, uh -huh. Buddhist uh, prayer beads things. And he, he said, you know, why don't you try doing the, the typical, um, uh, pure lands practice, the, uh -huh. the medicine practice is like just simple, you know, you with the with the beads, amitofo, 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 you know, like a mantra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gave me that. And when I was back in Shanghai, I said, it's not a technique, meditative technique that you, as you know, we were not trained to, to practice that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but anyway, having serious experience and depth in a uh in a meditative you know practice yeah uh it's like you can pick up other ones and kind of understand how it works without mm. really mm. being a beginner if that makes sense in the yeah. same way like say uh, a musician can pick up an instrument that they don't normally play and 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 sort of be able to play it quite well because they're a good musician mm. yeah something like that so i was doing this uh uh practice amitofo 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 mm. um 
just for fun. You're like, well, I've never done yeah. it this way before. Why not try? And I, and I really started doing it so much. Uh-huh. That I was doing it, you know, when I was at modeling jobs. I'd be doing Waiting for the shoot, and, waiting for the makeup artist. <laughs> yeah, no, even when I was shooting, I, without, oh, really? the beads, <laughs> without the beads, I could even be in a conversation with people and in the background in my mind, just Amitofo, Amitofo. That is Amitofo. so cool. <laughs> I could be on the outside appearing quite normal and, and, and not really, you know, I'd be engaged in other things, but it, it got to the point where it was like just constant. I mean, well, I'm talking, I'm talking, it's like I'm a background. Talking. It's like a background. That's interesting. It's like a dynamic awareness with Amitofu. Amitofu. Yeah. yeah. It, it had a sort of snowball effect. Like it right. really just got, it got stronger and stronger on its own. And I didn't have to, it was like it, it sort of started happening on its own. Had cool. its own momentum, and and uh, after I don't know, it was like maybe two or three months of this quite <laughs> long time. I had this really big, big experience, and it's so funny because um, I was in a nightclub, <laughs> in a completely like paradoxical space. <laughs> uh, I wasn't partying. It wasn't like I was there partying. I was actually there doing a photo shoot during the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so I was there doing a fucking modeling shoot. <laughs> How ironic. And boom, it was like I had this massive, it just took me completely by surprise, this massive opening like this. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's like as if someone had poured liquid sweetness down my throat and it sort of <laughs> in the heart and just went boom really just bang open Jeez. and uh it was like this sort of explosion of um sort of this intense but very soft white light wow. and uh it was like oh hello amitofo like <laughs> <laughs> good to meet you finally <laughs> yeah 